0: Friends, before we dive into this episode, I just wanted to say that I recorded this episode yesterday morning. But between now and then, I've actually changed my mind, or at least have seen this from a different perspective. And that happened because a buddy of mine, my close friend and badass drummer, Nate Babs, came over to my place. We were having dinner and cocktails, and this conversation about this topic naturally came up. And through it, I realized that both he and I were looking at the situation from different angles. I think his thoughts are super valuable And showed me a few areas that I hadn't thought of before when it came to this. So if you do continue to listen to this episode, totally cool. But I would request that you check out the next episode and listen to that. Part two. It's right after this or in the link in the show notes below. I'll put links to maybe like the Spotify and iTunes versions of it. So that said, I'm going to leave this episode unedited here. That's going to play right now because I love this. I love this as a log. And I love it when friends give me new information and I can change my mind or at least see things from a different perspective. Hey friends, this is Rob. And today is February 15th, 2024. I'm in Minneapolis at my home studio right now. Now, the reason I'm just even saying, giving a little date stamp for this right now is because... This uh, my thoughts I want to share with you today are very they're time sensitive and location sensitive. I find myself torn about a conversation that's happening in the Minneapolis music scene. Now I know uh, the majority of listeners are not from Minnesota. A lot of we've got a lot of international and national uh, listeners viewing it, but I think viewing in pfft, on a podcast you're listening in, but I think. You, I would love to hear from you and hear your thoughts on this, because I think this in some way involves all of us. And I guess the core question I have today is, should you ever, as an artist or musician, play for free? There's that, I know that there's that old uh, trope of that, oily venue owner. That's like, well, you should play for free. This can be great exposure for you and your band. You know, you can fill out your email list and do this. You'll, you'll get a lot of new contacts and Instagram followers. Okay. Yes. That stuff needs to go away, but is there any room for playing for free? And here's my situation. With this and here's why I'm following. So if you have been following along with the podcast this year, you've probably noticed two things. Number one is that I'm recording and posting an episode every single day this year. And the second thing is a lot of these conversations, because my goal is for this to be more than just me talking. A lot of it is me sharing the thoughts and ideas of my friends and the scene that I exist in, the books we're reading, the music we're listening to, the things we're thinking about right now. I want this to almost be an audio log of this time. Time and place in the life of my larger community of friends. So because of that, a lot of the conversation this year has been centering around the fact that a ton, and I'm talking like an overwhelming majority of my music friends are feeling like their life right now, the foundation of their creative journey feels unstable at best, almost like this, the murky marsh swamp land that we find ourselves in right now. A lot of us are asking ourselves like, what what do I do next? What's the next right thing for me to focus on? I have a ton of friends right now, just being honest. They're like, man, things are tight. I don't know if I can keep doing this music thing. I might have to get a quote real job or like a day job to subsidize my music thing. I don't know if I can do it full time anymore. If that is you, you are in good company. I One of the most fulfilling things about doing this podcast this year has been the fact that as so many of you have reached in and shared the fact that you've been feeling solidarity with these conversations. Yesterday, I had someone write into the podcast saying, man, I felt like I was the only one dealing with this. And there's kind of this shame, like, was there something wrong with me? Am I not good enough? No, like things are weird right now in the world, whether it is the international or national major touring scene, like just because of inflation right now, freaking costs of everything have gone up from like even gas to like hotels and expenses. Like people are paring down a bunch of singer songwriter artists that I've played with in the past just can't afford to bring a band out with them. As much anymore because of all this. So, they're doing a lot of solo stuff. People are pairing back. And so, a lot of the backing musicians are feeling that way right now, too. Or even the local scene, whether it's restaurants and bars and venues, are trying to figure out how to keep their lights on. Expenses are going up for them. So, they're trying to figure out how to pay musicians and bands to perform and what that looks like for them as they try to figure out their sustainability moving forward. So, on one hand, I have this, all of this. I think musicians and artists, should you, you should be pay, getting paid a shitload. I think you should be compensated really well for your work. Uh, I know I want to be making, not just scraping by, I want to be making really good money as an artist. So on one hand, I have all these things. Support your local artists and musicians. Hell yes. But on the other hand, I find myself in the situation today where I act, I made the mistake of opening up Facebook today, I try to avoid Facebook like the plague or like even social media. I limit my time on it, especially when it comes to divisive or, or just sensitive topics, because I think the general public is not knowledgeable of how to convey their feelings in short written text. And it oftentimes comes across far more harsh than people mean it. And because of that, stuff just gets so divisive and people are just become super rude online. And so I have just no time for that shit. I had things to do, conversations to have on different mediums. But today I open up Facebook and the thing that seems like a ton of my music friends are talking about is this petition going on right now in Minneapolis surrounding the fact that the Minneapolis Parks and Rex board I can't even talk right now. The Minneapolis Parks and Recs Board just put out their yearly submission for artists to be a part of their Play in the Park series. Just like every Parks and Recs Board, they put on a ton of different and diverse events throughout the cities every year. And one fraction of those is that in some of the park spaces, some of the venues like little amphitheaters, stuff like that, they have like some like 200 plus shows throughout the year. They don't charge money for people to come see and they don't pay. They don't have a budget for paying artists and musicians to play for it. So they say, Hey, we're doing this. If you would like to be a part of it and play for it, you are free to sell your merch. You can have a tip jar. You can go around and have people sign up for your mailing list or sign up to follow you on social media, whatever you want to do. That's up to you, but we don't have the budget to pay all the artists and bands that play for this so it is just a free gig if you'd like to be a part of it so the conversation now is just like all right let me this let me read part of this petition to you Minneapolis Park Board doesn't pay musicians for their performances. Zero. A major progressive city like Minneapolis should pay performers to play concerts. And even modest compensation would help acknowledge that music and other creative work is work, too. And then there's like a ton of there's a ton of comments, whether on Facebook or on this petition, like this kind of shameless exploitation shouldn't be happening in this city or anywhere. The park board says it's impossible. Well, it certainly is possible. People are saying, we need to make a change. You should fire your administration, change up all this stuff. Some people are saying, uh, they're putting it a a little bit more tactfully. They're saying creativity takes time. Performance is valuable. And by playing for free, doing this, not paying performers sends a ripple effect into the community. Artists should be paid for their immense value. I totally agree with that. But then there's conversations on this too, like a lot of shaming happening to people. If you are are signing up for this and you're playing for free, you are part of the problem. You are devaluing music in the Twin Cities. And I'm like, man, I don't think I agree with that. I don't think I agree that every single gig in the cities is, should be or is able to be a paid gig. So there was Star Tribune, uh, put a big article out. Chris Reimann Schneider, I think I might be butchering his name, uh, but wrote an article for uh, Star Tribune talking about this, and and it, it was talking about for some of the bigger ones, like they'll have these cornerstone shows, and they'll bring in bigger bands. To play for uh with for no admission for people to come in and watch these shows but then they they will in order to get these bigger bands in they have to find sponsors so a big one was like a local dentist shot a dentistry office i think sponsored one of the bigger shows last year so it's this conversation surrounding it so on one hand i think artists should be compensated for their time on the other hand i I don't agree with the way this is being talked about, or even that there should be a petition at all for this. So like I do a lot of times when I find myself curious about how I, what my even opinion is about this, I decided to do what any sane person would do and interrupt their wife in the middle of whatever she's doing and bounce some of these ideas off her. Also someone who is married to a musician who they'd love to see make as much freaking money as possible. Here's what we both had to say. All right. Tell me if this is, I just want your opinion on this. Yeah. My thing is this, and I, I just want to ask you about it because I don't know if I'm just being crazy, cynical, or my thoughts on it. It's, it's kind of everywhere. The, a ton of my music friends have posted this on Facebook saying, there's a huge petition up. We need to sign this petition. I'm sick and tired of these gigs out here. Just ask an artist to play for exposure. We deserve to be compensated for our music. They're devaluing arts. And, and in
1: my mind... To that I say, then don't submit an application. Dude, yes. I Obviously, the art should be funded. You should make a lot of money and be successful. But if a company... Or an organization is being transparent. This is unpaid. Then that's your choice to engage with it or not. <laughs> yeah, and that's it. I know. Yes, one hundred percent,
0: dude. It makes me think of. Uh, it makes me think of walking down the street, and I see. I, this is not an original analogy. I heard this before. Man, I wish I could take credit for this, but just to be transparent, it's like walking down the street and you see, you know, those flyers. Sometimes people post up like guitar lessons, and people put them, and it has like their phone number. And you pull the tab, and you rip off the tab for, for guitar lessons. Yeah. That would be like me walking down the street, seeing a telephone pole. I don't, I don't, want I, don't I, I want piano lessons. <laughs> Screw these guys. <laughs> it's like so, okay, that's not for you. Then the point of this is, I just find it interesting. Number one. How everybody's like sign this petition. And I, I I was just curious about it. So I went on the petition uh, board and on it, people are writing comments about they can they say they can't afford this, the Minneapolis parks, but they they are devaluing arts in the Twin Cities, and so therefore the people are like demanding that there's a change in the administration of the Minneapolis Parks wreck. I'm like
1: first I can see the uh, the value of perhaps, I don't know, causing a ruckus, bringing, bringing that to light. But I would also say that there will be tons of musicians who are willing to step in and be un- unpaid. So, like, you just lose. like, and, and again, that's your choice. But people will step in then and take those gigs. Yeah, Like, I don't know that any... So I, I don't, argue- I don't like poo-poo on, yeah, musicians should get paid, but not everything has to be exactly the same. So yeah. there can be unpaid gigs. There can be uh, $100 gigs. There can be $1,000 gigs. All of these things coexist, and there's people who are willing to do any of them for different reasons. If that's not you, good day, sir.
0: Yes. I love that disclaimer. Like, I believe that artists should be compensated for their work. Obviously, I, I want to I I make a shitload of money yeah. as, a, as a touring bassist or performing, whether it's locally or on the road. I would love for there to be a shitload of local opportunities to be paying so I don't have to only be making money when I'm on the road. But the thing is, I mean, the thing that kind of stands out to me is one of the big arguments people are saying on this is they're shaming people for taking these gigs. So now there's a shaming of the people who want to play and are willing to do it. And they're like, and the big argument is, I've heard people say, know your value. And I go, well, you need to know your value. If this is your big money-making gig, a Minneapolis playing in the park for 10 people that might just randomly showing up there, you don't have a fan, you haven't built a fan base that will show up and pay for tickets at a venue or a paid thing, then you need to know your value and what you've built. Just because you you've to put in the time personally to learn your art form and have something doesn't mean that instantly that the world conforms to our our just desires. That there's no longer. And the other thing is too is you need to know the value of this gig is what I would say. You need to know your value of this is that, okay. A great example is I've been branching out with photography right now. I have a photography exhibit that's up at a local, uh, local business right now. And they, they hit me up. They were super clear that they're not paying me for it, but my stuff is for sale there. So to me, I have to just weigh that against the value of how I view this one situation. Yeah. It costs me money to print out, make photographic prints. It costs me money to frame them. But if I start attacking them, it's ludicrous. If I start attacking them and be like, you're devaluing the arts. You should be paying for me for my time. You should be doing this. Well, if I have a way to present that, if I feel so strongly about that, I should present that. But I shouldn't go after this situation or other people that would also do this and say, you're part of the problem with all of this. For some people, a a gig out in the parks is unpaid is a great thing for people that uh, when uh, I think, I think my big thing with this, and that's why I want to pick your brain is I feel like people are really quick to shit on the doing a gig for exposure thing nowadays I think yes on one hand that is an old trope we'll do it for exposure you know it'll be a big thing like obviously when people are oily and they're trying to get people to do things for free just for that sake it's gross but also there are things like doing it for exposure
1: yeah it's it's not a a dig on someone for taking an unpaid gig nor does it mean that they don't value themselves or will do that forever um, and if that's not for you and you feel that you are worth more than that, that's great. Yeah. But I just, what works for you, it doesn't work for you. It just doesn't work every direction, every way. That's not how anything works. Yeah. And I think you can still advocate for, um, you know, wages and labor rights and all of these very important things, of course, but it doesn't have to You can't just be blanketing things like that. Yeah.
0: That's why I I just find that interesting that the main comment, the first comment that I saw was know your value. You should be paid for this. And I look at them and I go, well, know your value. And this might be an opportunity that's a good one for you. It might not be the good one for you. It might not be a good one. But the city of Minneapolis putting on, A free music or movies in the park where people don't pay to go to them or you aren't getting paid to do it, it doesn't mean that everything has to become a freaking petition that nobody can do.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you're taking away the opportunity from people who would find it valuable and who recognize that they have no fan base and this isn't a great way to start.
0: Yeah. And get the reps in and play in front of people, big or small, Yeah. Maybe that's what it is to say, know your value when it comes to this. And we have to take a stand and everybody, nobody should be doing this. It shows me the lack of someone understanding what value is on both sides of the table.
1: Rob Morgan is an internationally touring bassist on a journey to discover what it means to live a curious life. At thecuriouspod.com, you'll find an archive of conversations reported all over the world, a map of recording locations, a weekly newsletter, and official podcast merchandise. Rob is recording a daily podcast where he's sharing insights into the creative journey and the secrets to living a curious life that he's discovered from over a decade of traveling the world with music. We here at Curious Endeavors have told him this is probably a mistake, and he's an idiot to attempt it. But he won't budge, so that's where we're currently at. We hope you'll enjoy.